Kia ora. Welcome to this edition of the Morrisville Baptist Church Podcast. Thank you for connecting with us to discover more about our faith community. Feel free to visit our website at morrislebaptist.com. I hope this message is an encouragement to you. Our church, we greet you in the lovely name of Jesus Christ, our Saviour. He was, he is, and he will always be. Never changing, all the same. Yesterday, today, forever, he's the same. He's a wonderful God, an amazing Saviour. Do you know who you are serving this morning? You are saying that Jesus Christ, the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, do you know who you are really serving? You and I have a duty. We've got that scripture tells us, Romans 10, verse 14. I have to put it in the slide show down. But I don't know. The scripture tells us in Romans 10, 14, how can they call on him? In other words, how can you call to God? To save them unless they believe. If you want to call on God, you must believe that He is. And how can we believe in Him if I never heard of Him? And how can we hear it unless somebody goes and tells them about God? The Word of God tells us that Jesus Christ, when He was on this earth, performed so many miracles. The four Gospels. Contains 37 of Jesus' miracles. We all know in John 3 that Jesus turned water, wine into water, the water into wine, at the wedding ceremony at Cana. We also know that Jesus healed Peter's mother in law. We know that he healed a woman that was tied down for 18 years with infirmities. He healed a man with a withered hand. He opened the eyes of the blind. He raised Jairus' daughter from death. He was feeding 5,000 people. Now just imagine this. I don't know how many people are sitting here today. Imagine feeding 5,000 people with two fish and five loaves of bread. He was casting out demons. He cleansed ten lepers with leprosy. He walked on the water. So he total. Matthew records 22 of these miracles of Jesus Christ. Luke records 21 of them. Mark 20. John 6. And in total, like I said, 37 miracles which Jesus has performed when he was on earth. Do you believe that God still performed miracles today? John 21 verse 25 tells us that what is on the, on the screen at the moment, there are also many other things which Jesus did, if they were written one by one. I suppose that even the world itself cannot contain the books that would be written. Next slide. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I want to talk to you about that guy on the screen, this guy. That guy is this guy. 13th February 2013. I got up like most of us do every day of our lives. Got up on that morning, 
Few more buttons to go down on the garage. He's more about goodbye. I'll see you tonight. How many of us doing that? How many of us? I'm not talking about farmers because you guys are fortunate. You don't wish goodbye. You stay around the world. We're talking about as Joe Slows, Slows going out there and going looking for a, for a, for a, for a boss. You know, you get up, you kiss your wife goodbye and say, I'll see you tonight. If you're a shift worker, I'll see you tomorrow morning. How are you working? Little did I know that morning when I kissed my wife Wilma goodbye that within an hour I will see you in the emergency room at the Moshe Hospital. And I went from looking like that to the lying flat on my back, not even able to move my legs or my arms. Paralyzed from the neck down. That's what I looked like when I was lying in the ER. Able to do nothing. And all of a sudden it dawns upon you. And now? What are you now? Two weeks before that, you were proud and you're boasting that you are able to cycle a 110 kilometer race for less than three hours. And now? You're lying in a hospital bed, you can't even lift up your arms. I've said so many times to Homer. And I was a cyclist. Whenever you come to an accident scene and you say, see somebody's bike lying in parts, or then you know that person is either dead or very seriously injured. The hospital phoned Vilma and said, You better come to the North Shore Hospital. Your husband has been involved in a bicycle crash and he's a status one patient. And for you with a little bit of ambulance experience, status one means life threatening injuries. Wilma went around the corner and she saw my bike in pieces. She saw my belongings all just packed up in a little white bag next to my bike. But that white bag was a lifesaver for my wife's faith in time to come. Because inside that white bag was everything that was in my backpack. I had in there my food for the day. I had a pinch in one of my shoes just thinking so it doesn't squeeze, squash flat or you don't want to have three shoes, you want to have, you want to have a pinch, you know? And inside the pants of my pocket, a tomato. This tomato was a reminder to my wife of oh, this one, this one would have been very wilted by now. A tomato like this was a very constant reminder. Every time Vilma would open the fridge and there's a tomato. She will recall the words that the Lord said to her. Because that tomato, even in my crash, it was perfect like this one. And that was in my pocket. The peach that was in my shoe was completely squashed. It was now peach juice. That's a miracle God that we are serving. Even leaves her a little reminder. And as I was lying there in the emergency room, a lot of things starts going through the mind. And I think to myself, what now? You know what? I didn't die on the 13th of February 2013 because God had planned my life and my work wasn't done. 
This is a modern day miracle. And on that morning when I got up, like so many of us do, we don't always say what the word of God tells us to do. James 4 verse 13 to 16 says, Come now you who say, today and tomorrow we'll go to such and such a city, and we'll spend some time there. Whereas you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It's even a vapor that appears for a little time and vanishes away. Instead you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall do this and that. But now you're boasting in your arrogance, and all such boasting is evil. Next slide. Right. It's a bit you can't see what I have on my screen. But at my accident scene, right where I landed, there was a manhole cover. In God's providence, he caused me to land on that manhole cover. I could have landed anywhere, but I landed on that manhole cover. Why? Because a manhole cover can bounce. The black top out there, the tarmac, the thing you drive in your car every day, that doesn't bounce. Believe me, I'm building roads. God made provision for me to land on that manhole cover. As I was lying in my bed, in that hospital bed, Goma came into the hospital. The policeman still wanted to speak to her. She said, just show me my husband. And she said, I'll tell you quickly if my husband's going to be alright. If I can just see him, I'll tell you if he's going to be alright. But you know what? If he dies today, he will be in a much better place. She said, the policeman just looked at her in amazement and said, what are you talking about? He said, because my husband believes in God. So should he perish today, should the Lord end his life today, I know that he will be in a much better place. I even had to, well, I couldn't even move anything while I was lying there. And Zuma came in and she stood by my head and I said to her, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to do this to you again. Because folks, you didn't only pick me up once. You cycling in Auckland, they will pick you up a few times. Once she picked me up with a broken sternum. The next time she picked me up with torn muscles. All sorts of things happening. This was one of the worst. And she thought, well, within no time, I'll be walking out of there. And as she was coming into the emergency room, she said, Doctor, I know that you're busy, but can I just pray for my husband? Because I believe in prayer. And the doctor said, yes, go ahead, but sorry, I'm going to have to carry on. I'm going to have to stitch him up. Because I had a laceration on my, on my left leg. And as she was... As his doctor was praying, working and Buma started praying for me. And I believe I will walk perform a miracle in that moment. Because they pushed me out from where I was lying in the ER, they took me back to um, 
or MRIs can all sorts of things that they normally do with you when you end up in situations like that. And so they must have done something that would move me in the right way because in the moment they took that neck collar off after the MRI scan, I started feeling needles and pins in my hands and legs. And I pulled up my hands, pulled up my pants from my, from my, my hands, I pulled up my legs. And Vilma saw me with my hands, with my legs pulled up into a crunching situation. He said, please, in a few days we'll be out of here and everything will be fine. And then the verdict of the doctor came. You will never be able to walk normally again. Forty-eight years of age. There you are. What now? But we are serving the miracle working God. The crash happened on the 13th of February, the 7th of March, my birthday. While I was lying in the hospital on my back, the only thing that I could move was my head, lifted up 10 millimeters or 10 degrees. Was the only thing I was allowed to move. And as I was lying there, she said to me, What would you want for your birthday? Now, because I was a very avid and dedicated cyclist, I was, she always bought me stuff for bicycle, for cycling. Once we'd get new seats, then we'll get new pair of shoes, and we'll get new helmets. What now? I said, I would like to have a walking watch, please. She said, what? You want what? I said, a walking watch. She said, did you not hear what the doctor said? I said, that doctor does not know my God. People started praying for me. Our congregation started praying for me. Roma always said to me, the first thing that went through her mind at that time is, who's going to preach on Sunday? It's big still to preach. I was a worship leader. Who's going to lead the worship? What now? God is faithful. God is faithful. I praise his name. And here I am today, able to speak to you, walking normally. Yes, I might have added a few pounds, but I'm walking normally. By God's grace, by His provision. God is a miracle working God. And I want to say to you this morning you might be in a situation where you are finding it difficult and you think, wow, things are not going well. You might be in a position where you think, I need a miracle this morning. I want to tell you that. That same God that healed me completely can do something for you this morning. Amen. But I, I urge you, do not get disheartened. Congregation prayed so many times for me. They even had people coming to me. Loma was a great organizer. She would organize after they would release me from hospital. They gave me an exoskeleton. It was almost like a like a beetle, you know? You know, if you, it's actually amazing how we are created. If you don't have a backbone, you can't stand. You know that. Your vertebrae in the back is gone, you're gone. One day I was having a shower, and Wilma was in the shower, and I was hanging on the top bar of the shower. He said to me, I don't believe these doctors, just leave it for a moment, I want to see what's going to happen. And I let go. The next moment, my head fell off the back of the shower. 
He said, no, 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 hold on to it again. And she believed from that moment on. Without a backbone, you can't do it. We are held upright between your torso and your head. That man of bone, that thing, is all that keeps you upright and your back muscles. Aren't we wonderfully created? Psalm 139. So it's always a reminder how good God is to us. But there's one more miracle, which is the greatest miracle of all. And that miracle is written for us in the book of Luke. And Luke 15 verse 8 to 10 tells us that there is a rejoicing in heaven when one soul come to repentance. I'll read it to you. It says, well, suppose a woman had ten silver coins and loses one. Won't she light up a lamp and sweep the entire house and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors and say, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost coin. In the same way, there is joy in the presence of God's angels when even one sinner repents. Do you have a difficult situation in your life this morning? Did you have something where you are expecting a miracle from God? If you are, even when you are watching me online this morning, there is a miracle that you are wanting. I urge you, call upon the living God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you are in the need of a miracle, why don't you raise your hand? And I'll pray to the Lord for a miracle for you. So a few hands going up. Even if you are online, you want to raise your hand. I'll pray for you as well. Let's just pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the miracle of life. Thank you for your gracious mercy, your goodness, and your kindness. Lord, I've seen people putting up their hands this morning that are in need of a miracle. Hebrews 30 tells me that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And right now, Lord, you know each and every person. You know each and everyone's heart. You know what each and every person might need. You know the miracle that they need this morning. And I pray, Lord, as you have provided for me, that you will provide for them. Perform a miracle in their lives right now, this moment, in Jesus' name, so that they will realize that we are serving a miracle-working God. And may your name be glorified through that, Lord. Lord, as we also now again sit around your table, commemorate your communion. We want to thank you for the blood, Lord. Thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you for your mercy, your goodness, and your kindness. 
Jesus, in Jesus' name.